0: Is disturbing. Believe it.
1: Okay.
2: What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 264 of the Geeks of the podcast. My name is Cody Emmer. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Yo. And Shelly Nolan. Hello. This week, we're geeking out about a No Man's Sky crossover that's massively effective. The Eternals. And Netflix's own virtual con, possibly. Uh, I think that's what it is. We're going to talk about it later. Uh, before we get into the podcast, though, I just want to say thank you to all the people who give geeksundergrace dot com slash give. Um, you guys are all amazing, and I'm starting to see a lot of new faces uh, in the in like the updates as we're getting. You know, more people are giving that uh, hadn't before. So that's uh, awesome. Welcome to the family. We appreciate you, uh, and this not only this podcast but this entire organization uh doesn't happen without you and if you're like there's more than the podcast uh we have a website we have a, a twitch channel um there's there's a lot that goes on at Geek under grace uh, bible studies and reviews and all sorts of things um uh, that are helping a lot of people and we get we get some of those stories every once in a while mm-hmm. uh, they literally don't happen without you so thank you we appreciate mm-hmm. you um you're as a part of this as as we are as far as i'm concerned
0: yep. so cool
2: let's let's get into it i've stayed true i've been playing uh, i played a game i watched a movie and i watched a tv show
0: yeah um,
2: and they are all this week i can't make those promise every time but they're all relevant this week nice <laughs> so that's exciting um <laughs> but lj let's go ahead you got uh some pretty big games that you played this week yeah I know. but it's not big
0: <laughs> I, I got a lot of stuff going on this week for sure uh, So I, I couldn't talk about it before But now the embargo has lifted On Biomutant so yeah, that is nice. Very exciting There's so many photos and just so much I've been wanting to say about the game And I'm like oh like It's like I, for a hot second I forgot it even came out This week because I'm like oh yeah Like I've had it for a while um, <laughs> But uh Because I am going to stream what? on
2: Friday is this game <laughs> okay? So this I'm is so where, confused.
0: this is where I struggled uh, w- 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 trying to review this game because mm-hmm. it's a post-apocalyptic world, but okay. it's populated by all these like mammal, rodent, ferret, cat, like these all these weird like mammal creatures. Uh, they're uh somebody a- equated it to like Ninja Turtles almost in a way, like just okay. because they're a- they're anthropomorphic.
2: Yeah, um, it's, it's got
0: some it's got some kung fu panda like style like roots like there's there's like this like kung fu style theme with it um it's from former devs of just just cause basically uh so it's got it's it's got shooting it's got melee it's got crafting you get to craft your guns and and melee weapons from like different pieces of random stuff you find along the world it's an action rpg you build your character and and decide what stats they want to be best at it is, the personality is so weird. Uh, it is very quirky. Uh, it pulls so much from a lot of different games. And so that's where I really struggled. I'm like, how do I feel about this game? Like, it's very well made, but it's just got this style that doesn't quite make sense. And so I think some people might like that weird style, but I, don't, I think others might not. And so, um, so the fun part about writing the review is I have no idea how anybody else feels about this game. Especially before right. Embargo. So fresh for you. So, yeah, so yeah. I'm just like, I, I didn't really know. And I, I and my thoughts were mixed on it, and it turns out the industry is kind of, the, the journalism industry, the content creation industry is kind of the same way. So it's gotten reviews as low as like 6s and may, I think I even saw maybe a 4 in there. Uh, but mm. then there's other people that really love it that have given it like 8s uh, and stuff. And so I, I gave it a 7.5 uh, because it's a beautiful game. It's, it's well-crafted. Uh, it's got a photo mode, which was even, a bon- <laughs> like, which is yes. a bonus. Yeah, when I I was so excited. To, uh, is it sh- MMO?
2: Like, are you? No. Is it's,
0: it single, pl-
2: is it it's single a, player? It's a single. It's a, a, it's a it's single, single player. player.
0: Yes. Okay. It's it's a lot of fun though. Like, I spent a lot of my time. So I, there was points where I had to tell myself like, okay, you need to move on a little bit, uh, because I can just explore that world and explore the mysteries. Like, there's not too much to the story. It's basically nice. like. It's humanity's own fault that it's in the post-apocalypse through pollution and such. Um, And there's just plenty of places to explore. Like, I can walk by this suburban area, and I can just look and go, like, ooh, let me go see what loot's in there. Or, like, uh, you can even have, like, mounts, like these weird mutant mounts. But it's like, I hardly use them because I'm like, I just want to go on foot. Like, I'm just as fast on foot. So it's just... Mm -hmm. um, uh, i'll say this real quick it, it gives me breath of the wild vibes because the basic plot is that you're trying to go around the world and take on these things called world eaters which is like reminds me of like exploring breath of the wild trying to get to all the divine beasts okay. um, Oh yeah. except these things are actually like boss fights instead of giant dungeons um but it, it's cool it's it's got the exploration it's a fun game like it's one you can genuinely just kind of like sink a couple of hours to into and not realize it so uh, cool. i like it I, I like it uh i'll put i'll post the link in the show notes but uh yeah it's cool like i mean we get we've gotten early copies before but this is this was a big one uh and i've had it since the be- like almost the beginning of may as well uh, so <laughs> it's just been like this is what i've been doing all month and i'm finally excited to catch a little break yeah, um,
1: I'm really glad I got to read your review, because mm. I've been looking forward to this game for a while, um, yeah. ever since we saw it, at PAX,
0: like, many years ago. 2017, that was my first PAX. Yeah,
1: it's, which is, yeah. like, oh, feels like so long ago, but that, yeah. Yeah, that was it, like, and it was super fun, like, looking at it, I was just like, this seems pretty cool, and then the fact that we just heard nothing for so long, mm. and then all of a sudden it's, like, out, or yeah. almost out, and like I have some other friends who are excited about it too, but of course I'm I'm someone who likes to read reviews. I like I like to hear about how a game is before like pre ordering mm-hmm. or being sure to get it. So I really appreciate being able to read your review um, and you. being able to hear that I don't have to. Sort of know what I, I sort of know what I'm getting into at this yes, point now yes. because that is a weird game. It is a weird thing where you like kind of see what's happening, but you can only really guess exactly what's sort of going on. Like I feel like I had more of an idea simply because we did experience it at PAX, mm-hmm. and a lot of that stuck. A lot of that was sort of the same idea. Yeah, it's that just we saw so there. bizarre.
0: I'm like, where do I start? And so I kind of started with its influences because it pulls so much from other games, and, and yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, I, I'll
1: I think I will play it, just not right away.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm
1: gonna stream uh, it on Friday,
0: uh, for a couple yes. hours, to kind of show people that what it is. So, awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Great. Yeah. Um. So I was excited to went to catch a break, uh, at, when writing that review this weekend. So I finally picked up the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which has been cool. Yeah. Uh. It's it runs smooth. It looks great. Um. It it feels a lot better than like the original did. I remember playing the original some years ago for a little while and. It's still parts of it still feel like an older game, but it's it's really good. Like I was kind of happy you get most of your party members pretty quickly, which was cool cuz like I I thought it was going to take like, you know, some RPGs, you know, throughout the game you're getting new party members and stuff, but it's kind of nice. Um they kind of after the initial like set setup of it, you know, they kind of start to move the plot forward and uh it, it's it's cool. Uh, I'm excited to I've had play through that. Two different friends
2: tell me it's their favorite game franchise of all time.
0: Oh yes, I have a couple friends that really love it, and so for for me, I chose this over Resident Evil 8 because I'm at the point where I'm I'm trying to do better with my finances and stuff because I'm going to have some traveling and other things to do later in the year that I'm like I can't just be buying games whenever I want now. <laughs> um, yeah, gotta be a little more
1: yeah so
0: so i chose mass effect not only because it's like it's a lot of bang for my buck but it's this highly praised trilogy that i have i've played a little bit of but i just never really like got into and so i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna do this and kind of join that conversation with my buddies and finally like get into it and so i'm I'm happy i i I did because i like it it's like i posted this on twitter mass effect is basically star trek but 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 cool like for me like i never got into like star trek at all but it's basically the same same setup in a lot of ways so uh, yeah that's how i feel about it (laughs) i'm excited to play mass effect eventually as well Mm -hmm. i'm just so
1: busy with persona 5 strikers yeah so
0: that's all i've been geeking out about Is is that are you still playing that I'm still playing Persona 5 Strikers, and I just keep liking it more and more. There's so much <laughs> content. Like, it's That's cool.
1: But it's content in a way that I really like. Because honestly, there was a ton of content in other Warriors games. Yeah. But it was always just like... It feels sameish. It was all the same. It was all just like battles and like, oh, you gotta take down this stronghold, and oh, you gotta take out this guy, and... There wasn't any story, or yeah. at least nothing that actually made sense. That seems and, like it's you know, got it, a story
0: that drives through the whole game. instead. Yeah, of, it's
1: really cool. Yeah. And I, I, I love that, you know, where you start off in Shibuya and you start off in Tokyo, sort of where most of the game, the first game took place, or Persona 5, Persona 5 Royal took place. But, you know, you're on this road trip and you're, you're seeing bits and pieces of other cities and other places in Japan, which is like super cool and fun because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, as someone who plays and watch it, plays anime games, watches anime, you don't really always get to see other parts of Japan through anime. A lot yeah. of times it's just Tokyo, like, which yeah. is great. It's awesome. Um, but I, it's really cool to see other parts of it. And it's really cool that the characters are all like, yeah, we need to like go visit all this local stuff and, <laughs> and explore it and respect it. And cool. um, it's it's really smart too, because obviously they didn't want to make this in en- giant world open world for you to like roam around in like it makes sense i didn't expect for you to be able to do everything like you can do in the original game um but this is a super smart way to do it because like every area it's like it's not that big but there's a lot of stuff to do there's like things to buy and like there's recipes like i've been i've been having a lot of fun time making sure i have the right recipes so i can cook stuff because the joker joker can like cook and um and i love all the interactions with your care your uh you know the other characters um There's just so many different interactions and there's, uh, they brought the request system back, which I, it's, it's a really good combination of both, like, something that's pretty classic Warriors, but also Mm. was in Persona. So it's just, you know, pretty classic grind quests. Hmm. Um, but I don't know, it works for the world because it's something that Persona 5 also had. Yeah. Um, pretty much, you would go into the metaverse, you would go into, um... Gosh dang! What's it? you know? You know what I'm talking about, but the it's not. And
0: stuff. The Velvet Room stuff. Or...
1: No, it wasn't Palisades, but it was the other one. It was like the. It's gonna come to me eventually, <laughs> but um, I also really love that you can go back. You can go back to the jails. And oh, I guess cool. maybe saying that is slightly spoilery, but I don't think it's spoilery enough. I really like that, though. Like, you can never go back to palaces in Persona 5 because, right. you know, canano- canonically they would get destroyed. They would disappear. Yes. They're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, part of the mystery and part of the thing they're trying to figure out in this game is, like, why do these jails stick around? But at least in the meantime, you can go back to them and you can grind. That's and cool. I love nice. that. Like, I actually enjoy grinding in this game. I never, like, would have picked up Age of Calamity or any other Warriors games and, like, intentionally go out of my way to grind. It was always like, oh, I have to grind to get this solution, whether it's progressing the story or getting a cool item. Yeah. Here, I like I legitimately just like leveling up my guys. It's like, it's just fun. Um, I have a good time because you actually have to think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just mindless slaughter. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm still really enjoying Persona 5 Strikers. And, again, I would once again recommend uh, anyone who played Persona 5, um, but maybe has never played a Warriors game, I think the de- I think there's still a demo. I believe there's a demo that you could check out. And I would recommend at least so checking cool. it out. Because it I feel like, yeah, it may not be your favorite type of game style. So there's something so special about the turn-based, like, that's classic Persona. Um, but... It's honestly still really fun. And there's enough other stuff in the game. There's enough other content in the game that I feel like even if it's not your favorite gameplay, that I feel like you'll still find a lot of joy in it. So
0: Hmm.
1: I'm still playing. And it's like just so long. I'm just like, how many, how many jails are there? I'm on my second one. And I'm like, how many are there going to be? Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I feel like it's a bigger game than I thought. So anyway, yeah, I'm just, (laughs) that's all I'm playing. I'm just having a really good time with it.
2: Cool. Cool. Well, last week I played Age of Empires 2, mm-hmm. and that made me go, man, I remember... So, something I don't talk a lot about is I spent an entire summer, I think when I was 14-ish, playing a game called Ebony, um, okay. which is like a... Have heard of it? Yeah, it was an online browser game. Um, oh,
0: okay, you have talked about this maybe once. I, yeah, yeah, I don't talk about it
2: often. Um, and it's yeah. weird because it it's got this like real deep seated like, I played that game, all summer, <laughs> uh, like literally would wake up. It was almost play like a Clash
0: of Clans before Clash of Clans was like...
2: right. Um, for so like there was this ad with like this uh, attractive lady on it, and it was like play this <laughs> game, save her, and then uh, she has nothing to do with the game at all. That's right, Terrible I murky. do
1: remember this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah uh, so 14 year old me was like yes i will save her and then the game had nothing to do with her um but you would i loved it because Classic most of the games like experience. ebony you will attack a town and then you get the resources but they get to like keep their stuff but this was very like if they attacked your town and they won they got your town uh and so oh. alliances became very serious because you would need to like like that could be months worth of work that you just lost um yeah. So I got with the biggest free alliance in the game, and you had to play uh, continuously and grow to be part of their alliance, which is why I took oh. it so, like, I was playing so much. And then you would, this is such a tangent, uh, <laughs> there's kind of a point to this, um, but we basically, like, conquered our map. The only people that were better than us were a uh, very money-heavy um, clan that was, like, putting money and, like, pay-to-win pay to type stuff. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> And they were dominating, and we, like, refused. or we like, don't buy anything. Like, but they were forcing their members. Like, if you want to be part of this clan, you have to uh, buy stuff.
0: that sucks.
2: Yeah, it was real crazy. Um, <laughs> and so, really love the game. Anyways, Age of Empires reminded me of that game, and I was like, there's probably better, like, versions of that game out there <laughs> than Ebony. Um, uh, mm-hmm. which, I think, like, you can get Ebony on, like, a, your phone now. Um. So I saw Stronghold. That was tempting. I guess Stronghold is a really big uh, game like that on Steam. Hmm. Um, But as I'm going through stuff, there was a game called Frozenheim uh, that was literally releasing, uh, like, a few days later. So I weighed in, and I bought that game for, like, 15 bucks.
0: Okay, cool. Not bad.
2: Yeah. Um, And it's weird, because it's not really what... Like, it's not like Stronghold or Ebony um, in the way that, like... You build a town and it's really slow going. This is everything's pretty quick. In this, Um, it's more of like a Viking Sim City. Huh. Be a better way to put it. Um, That sounds cool. Yeah, like you're you're building a town, a little Viking town, and then it has Age of Empires mechanics for like the military, um, where you're literally like you're right clicking. You like can scroll over all of them and then you Mm. right click where that you want them to go, and they do attack and people attack you um so it kind of has like an rts in that in that sense um so i liked the game it was fun uh but it's it's very pretty too and that was another reason i wanted it was because it had these like really like way better graphics than stronghold hmm. does if you look at stronghold it looks like the game was made i think in 2001 and it looks like it
0: oh wow <laughs>
2: yeah it's like still got a big following i guess but uh graphics look real old and this looks much newer um but my only issue with the game is that it's super simple. Um, mm. I played it for about five hours, and I'm at a point now where I've got a system in place that I can just, like, grow forever, not oh, lose. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and I was able to, like, put that in pretty simply once I figured out, you know, how the game works. Um,
0: huh.
2: So hopefully it's in, what's it called? Um, early access? Early access, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so, cool.
2: It might, you know, um, it might grow and become a little bit more difficult. Uh, there is mm. an online version, but it's kind of like a server thing where you have to add people to it. Um, oh, I would rather it okay. be like an open online thing. Mm. Um, but Oh, and another thing that drives me nuts is that the map is circular. So you have that, square that's buildings, like gridded buildings, circular map, and nothing goes in a grid like
0: i don't like that
2: yeah it's terrible
0: that sounds awkward
2: like playing enough sim city and any other like game like this you mm-hmm. always have a grid that you put your buildings in and it makes it so much easier yeah. to plan things um and you just kind of place buildings wherever you want and there's zero grid like there's no option for it um oh, wow. so i'm like super unorganized and my town <laughs> looks ridiculous it's like houses are all crooked and <laughs> it's a mess
0: I, I think if you like Age of Empires, you'll like. Um, there's this Viking RTS that I wrote a preview on years uh-huh. ago, but it's in full release now. It's called Northgard, and it's basically Age of Empires. Okay. But I think there's like more mechanics to it. Like I think when it snows, like you have to worry about like temperature and stuff. Like I think yeah. there's there's other mechanics to it that like I don't know that I explored very much. But I feel like if if you're that sounds like your brand for sure though, like yeah. more Viking-centric stuff. they also
2: check it out. This has stuff to do yeah. with weather too, um, but it's right. just your population. Like you'll you'll gain less population in the winter.
0: Oh, um, okay.
2: Yeah, it's got a lot of potential. It just needs work. I've heard of Northgard. Maybe I need to... I didn't check it out.
0: I think it's on like everything too. Like you can even get Northgard on like Switch or something too if you want to. That'd
2: be cool. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that was, it was a game that just released. Early access. You can go check it out. Cool. played a out. new release. Yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> I was proud of myself. I was like, I'm going to buy this. 15 bucks, and I'll, I'll talk about a brand new game. That's uh,
0: cool.
2: <laughs> it needs a lot of work, but it's it's cool. That's awesome. I like the idea. All right. Uh, what's going on in the gaming news?
0: Okay. um, I've gotten to do some cool stuff recently. Uh, still doing some cool stuff. But um, I got a package recently. From the company Techland, and they make they made the Call of Juarez games. They made the Dying Light. They make Dying Light, and so this package was a letter, a u a small UV flashlight, and a poster. And basically, the letter says like you know it's it's relating to to the first Dying Light game. It says like remember Haran like. You know, we're running... You know, all the survivors are running the town now. If you want to know more, you're going to have to find out or whatever. Basically saying, like, here's the poster, here's a flashlight. You know, f- turn on the flashlight and find the hidden message on the poster. Um, so this is cool because this news comes right from us as a source. It's not a link I'm pulling anywhere else. It's from our website, which is cool. Oh, yeah. Um, so they're announcing... I can... Uh, at, at this time of recording, the embargo is not lifted yet, but this is going up on Wednesday so I can talk about it. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, and so there's a going to be a live stream on Thursday afternoon on twitch.tv techland, and it is a, I feel like it's, it's like a new reveal kind of thing, because they came out earlier this year and said this game is still alive, even though they delayed it indefinitely last year. And so I was talking to our, you know, the editors and Uh, in our little PR chat, and I said, I think this is going to be a release date. So, uh, I believe it's at 3 uh, o'clock tomorrow when you're listening to this. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a new big presentation with new gameplay reveal, and I'm almost certain there's going to be a release date because they wouldn't make this big of a deal uh, out of of a live stream if it wasn't going to be a a, a release date. So, I bet you this will be out in the fall. Or later this year at some point, but you'll have to watch the live stream. This is the first time we've gotten to do something like this as well at Geeks Under Grace. Like, um, I've heard of like IGN getting like a plastic dragon egg when the Spyro trilogy came out, like that kind of announced that kind of a thing, you know. Like, PR mm-hmm. companies get help do this stuff uh, a lot, and so this was really neat, uh, to, to be a part of. And, um, I have a, uh, mean, the article is a, is a picture of like the letter. It's this very, it's this nice printed out thing. It's not just like typed up. On the back it has the embargo. The poster is a poster of the city of Huron, which is the setting of the first and second game. And the f- flashlight has a little like dying light logo on it too and stuff like that. And the How UV is flashlight
2: spelled I'm really curious.
0: H A R R A N. Okay. Um I, I think grew it's up a fictional. In Huron.
2: Suit and I was like oh, oh no no I think
0: this is so like weird. might be in the Middle East I think this is like in the Middle East somewhere it's <laughs> cool uh, but the plot of the first game was that I think like this whole zombie infestation was contained within this city and so you're this like agent guy in the first game that was sent to basically go down there and like uh, help find a cure or help there was like some kind of cure and stuff uh, I played the heck out of it it's, it's that first person zombie parkour game that came out to like PS4 when PS4 like kind of launched um uh, but yeah, uh, uh, super exciting. Uh, I'm I was uh, glad to be a part of uh, the announcement. So, so yeah, we're direct source there. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, and so the second piece of news is pretty big. I think uh, Overwatch Two is downsizing the teams to five versus five instead of six versus six. So. Wow. What this does is, the, the apparently the, the developers say they want you to play, which is dumb because I don't think you shouldn't dictate team composition. You should let people kind of like comp, comp like comp, like create their teams how they want. You know, like so. Basically, they want you to do two support, two damage, and one tank is the idea. Okay. Um, if you played Overwatch, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, some some characters are better at hybrid roles than others um they're reworking the tank roles so that way they can be better efficient um so usually people go in to support to tank to damage uh, from my experience as a big as a big overwatch player it can get a little chaotic sometimes with six characters uh, with, with six character teams I think this will kind of slow things down a bit more. It'll make things less chaotic. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that works. Um, but I'm sure there's people that are very upset out there and all that stuff. Um, I don't know. We're going to have to wait to see what it, what it's like when the second game comes out. I'm more excited for the single player content. Or not single player, but the story-driven cooperative like content that the second one's going to have. So. Yeah, so that's happening. Um, they had a big live stream a few weeks ago uh, about Overwatch 2 and a lot of the things they're doing and the way they're reworking characters. So uh, I think uh sounds like they're gearing up for that to come out. I don't know how soon. But yeah, so that's Overwatch. Uh, third piece of news, it was quite a surprise. Last week, uh, all of a sudden, I, I believe people started having the Normandy. Pop up in their games in No Man's Sky, which is the ship from Mass Effect.
1: Oh, yeah, that's cool.
0: Uh, yeah, so uh, oh, it was goodness. just kind of a thing that happened one morning. Like Sean Murray was just like, "All right, you know, you, you everyone has unlocked the Normandy, you know, like and I guess it just popped up um, as a surprise crossover." And so what this is is there's a series of like expeditions you can do, which uh, which are like little missions in the game. And if you complete them all, you can get the Normandy as an S-class freighter, which S-class is the highest-ranked class ship you can get in in No Man's Sky. Uh, I believe this is going until the thirty-first. Uh, so it's because that Legendary Edition. I, I think it's cool that they got to do that crossover.
2: Yeah, it looks kind of out of place. It's crazy. Yeah. Looking. Oh yeah. You're yeah. Like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> also, No Man's Sky looks so good.
0: Yeah, it's so you were like, it doesn't look this good on PS4 when we were talking yeah, about it earlier. I was like, yeah, it, it does not. <laughs> that that's probably they're probably showing the next gen version now, which is PS5 and Series X. Which I right. played I've played it on PS5 and it runs like butter and just looks beautiful. So and. I think everybody who has No Man's Sky, like, it's one of those things where it's like you get a free upgrade when you play the next gen version, Mm -hmm. or when you buy the original version. So, if you do end up getting a PS5, Cody, like you'll be able to pop that game on and and download the uh, PS5 version.
1: Oh, speaking of PS5, guys. Small tangent. Okay. This last week was like the first week where I actually tried to get a PS5. Uh Uh-huh. And I was so close two times. I was literally (laughs) like, I put in all my information was in there. Oh, I was man. just hitting the final button. And then after that, I was like,
2: nope. We got no. close with Walmart and Best Buy this yeah. week. But no dice. Mm. Best Buy literally yeah.
1: today. Yeah, I was going to say, best- nice. there was Best Buy today. And I wasn't even like available, but but Daniel was. And so he uh. tried. And he was also really close, but it wasn't close enough. I was trying on the GameStop as well, one of the bundles. Because I'm like, at this point, I might as well get a bundle. Because that won't go yeah. cool out as fast. But anyway, small tangent, I just... I wish it wasn't so hard.
0: <laughs> I got lucky with the Series S uh, a few months ago when I got that. I didn't even expect. I mean, I guess it's the lesser version, but that was one of those things where I was just like checked Walmart while I was at work, and I was even like 45 minutes late, and mm-hmm. I, I got lucky with that thing. So it was fun to actually get a console like the legit way. Right. Since PS Five, I did. Since the PS Five, I'm I'm still not quite as proud of since I had to pay more money, but. Um. <laughs> I
2: will pay. MSRP, not yeah. No scalpers.
0: Yeah, do it th- well. Yeah, I mean I've explained it to before. Before, not I don't know that I got it from a scalper, but I got it through StockX, so it did cost a little more. Yeah. And it's like I'm, I can't be like, oh yeah, I fought for that thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like I paid the extra really money to when just I get, get th- it done. A friend of mine got one yeah, yeah. last
2: week. Um, oh nice. Yeah, a couple weeks ago maybe. Uh, he got it through Sony Direct. Oh nice. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: but that
0: was like a yeah. That's even more sketchy cuz you can be in line the whole time and all of a sudden it'll be like, "Nope, we don't have any more left."
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so I'm sorry. Upsetting. Like, "Hey, you're made it to you made it to the front of the line, but it's only because we have no more left." Mhm. <laughs> anyway, that that's the gaming news. A lot of cool stuff going on. Um, so we can move on to movies. Cool. Okay.
2: Uh I got lost for a second. <laughs> LJ, you didn't watch any the
1: movies? movies? Watching,
2: yeah.
0: I actually did not watch any movies this week. I, ch- I tried. It didn't happen. Shelly?
1: That's okay. Um, I didn't watch any new movies per se, but mm-hmm. I watched Howl's Moving Castle again. Just cause it's oh, so nice. Good. And my sister, she had never seen it before, so she doesn't really watch any sort of anime anything, so I was like... I'm like, oh, we're having my sister over. Like, we want to do something chill. I kind of want to watch House Moving Castle. And it's so funny because, like, I talk to her about anime, but she really is not someone who watches anime at all. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, you want to see this movie? She's like, is it anime? I'm just like, well, it's an anime movie. But like I feel, I feel like, like House really Moving naked. Castle
0: is one of the few movies that you can, like, kind of recommend to people who are... Ghibli,
1: I recommend to people even if they haven't watched it. Yeah. Sort of, like, anime. That's It's its own, like thing right it's it's a movie it's incredibly well animated it's It's endorsed by disney don't so uh... yeah and it's um i mean (laughs) i know a lot of people avoid anime specifically because of a lot of stereotypes with anime and ghibli doesn't have like any of those like Like, at all that i can think of so um anyway it's just Howl's movie castle so good i simp so hard for howl <laughs> no. But that's fine. It's totally fine and understandable, guys. He's just it's Christian
0: Bale. The best part.
1: Come on now. <laughs> if you haven't seen Hell's Movie Castle, you have to. It's so I'm good. I'm just saying.
0: I'm just telling everyone. It's
2: right been now. a long time. I don't remember most of it. Or yeah, that They're and like your name, uh, yeah, oh, that, your name. Yeah, that that
0: so... in your name, I feel like I could recommend to a few people mm-hmm. that I'm like, yeah, it's it's anime, but it's not like. Oh. Anime, anime is what I would yeah. say. Yeah,
1: my sister, she was, she was just like, is it like Ponyo? I didn't really like Ponyo because it was just uh, Little Mermaid, and I'm like, well, that's understandable. It really, is just Little Mermaid. Yeah. House of the Castle is very like it's off of a book, yes. But the book's
0: whole story is incredibly original. I would say yes. So that's I what actually like. read don't need the to book worry before I saw the the movie, which was cool. I'd like to read the book someday. I just it's, haven't. I think it's it. pretty much the same except like the stylistic choices. I think. Like the castle being all mechanical and stuff, I think like I don't remember that being a a book thing, but like the way they did er the way they did everything in the movie to actually like for visualization was really cool. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Cool. I got to see Army of the Dead, which is Zack Snyder's newest movie. Nice. How
0: I I, I almost watched it last night, but Uh I've heard mixed things.
2: I liked it. I thought it was fun. Okay. Um, it's not like. Groundbreaking. There's a lot of twists in the movie, and I would say almost all of them are predictable. I don't want to say all of them were predictable,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, but maybe that was just like I should have seen it coming and didn't. Um, hmm. Like a lot of it was like that's gonna happen. It happens. That's gonna happen. Um, but I don't know. I I thought it was kind of just kind of a fun movie. Like it's a new twi- like twist on zombies. Um, I liked cool. the. Uh, zombies are you see this in the trailers, but they're a little bit more organized. Um yeah. and that's just like a cool idea that they have these like zombies with brains. I almost wish they would have gone leaned into that a little bit harder and they would have been even smarter than they were. Hmm. Um but I will say it is rated R. There is nudity. Um really unnecessary nudity too. It's like right at the beginning of the show, right at the beginning of the movie. Um you could probably just skip past it and be okay for the rest of it, I think. Um, I don't remember any other scenes besides like literally the beginning when they're showing the zombies. So Zack
0: Snyder did the the remake of Dawn of the Dead, which was pretty good. Yeah, from what oh, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So it's him kind of returning back to the uh, zombie stuff.
2: hmm And I was wondering if this is going to be connected in any way, but it's not. Um, nah. I I think everything that I'm saying is from the commercials, but um, if not, forgive me. the The idea is that uh. It's a heist movie, and they're, like, mm-hmm. breaking into a casino vault. The reason that they're, um, like, why would money matter is because Vegas is the only place where the zombie apocalypse is happening.
0: Right. I think I read about that in, like, synopsis and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, it's,
2: like, gated off. Um, they've created, like, a built-up fence around Las Vegas. All the zombies are in there.
0: So- so- sounds like Haran and Dying Light.
2: Yeah. You were saying that, and I was like, hmm, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Zach Snyder. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it's like a, a really cool idea. Um, yeah, whole thing's weird. There's stuff that happens in it. And I'm like, Man. What I do love though is, uh, oh, what's his name, Dave Batista. Um, he's gone on and on in interviews and stuff about how he wants an opportunity to act. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't think he's like an amazing actor. Um, but it was nice to see him get the opportunity to uh, and he doesn't mm-hmm. this. um you know he's that's got cool. a lot of parts where are very emotional and he gets to really kind of like play those parts out um that's awesome yeah and they did it really well he's still got like reasons for his muscles but he's not just like the muscle head guy there's more to his character
0: that's pretty neat yeah
2: also uh i don't know how many people have read into this but i thought this was really cool i can't remember last name it's tig something Mm -hmm. um she plays one of the characters in in the movie and she did all of her parts she recorded all of her parts a year after everyone else did and then they superimposed her in there
0: yeah because chris D'elia, the guy who was originally supposed to play in that role he was uh he was outed as like a uh like oh he got in trouble for some perverted stuff that i didn't know i didn't know the why yes so yeah, so this—he's a comedian, this Cristalia guy. Okay. Uh, I forget exactly what he did at the moment, but I'll tell you this: years ago, my sister was still young. She followed him on Instagram. He DM'd her on Instagram, like hit wow. her up. Like, yeah. So when that news came out last year, I was like, "Okay, makes sense."
2: <laughs> That's crazy.
0: Yeah. So that dude is a that dude's a dirtbag.
2: Well, Tig, um, Kill me that I don't know her last name at the moment. Uh, she Did an absolutely amazing job. I wish that I wouldn't have known that she, like, because you could kind of tell knowing that she was separate from everybody. Uh, but I think they did a pretty good job of hiding it. And uh, she ended up being, like, one of my favorite characters in the movie. So, go oh. Nice. yeah.
0: Oh, Christalia. Uh, child porn and exploitation lawsuit. Dang. Oh, What's Takes Last name? I need to
2: give. I need to. Justice.
0: Let me find, let me look at it.
2: Up. Okay, cool. <laughs> Watch the characters on uh,
0: the tag. Tig. Tig
2: Natara. that's it. Mm
0: hmm.
2: Yeah. Did super, super cool. Uh, there's a prequel coming out, and I think that's weird, about the uh, uh, the Smith, the guy that actually breaks the vaults open. Um, he's like oh, wow. a not big fighter in this. Uh, he's kind of, I mean, he's literally there for one job. And, uh, That seems really weird. It's going to be called Army of Thieves. Okay. Yeah. So, I heard about that earlier today. I don't know if I'm super excited about that or not. He was a great character. Um, But he's directing that movie. It's not going to be a Zack Snyder movie. Seems weird. Huh. Yeah. So, a movie not about zombies in a zombie apocalypse world.
0: That's strange.
2: Yeah. Super odd. (laughs) Anyways. I say watch it. It's worth it. Uh it's a little long, it's two and a half hours. But it's fun and there's not a lot of movies out right now.
0: That's that, that's that's good to hear. Uh true. Yeah. I, I almost I almost watched it last night and I totally did something else. So yeah, I
2: didn't think it was terrible.
0: I'll give it a watch.
2: Fun is how nice. I would put it. Not amazing. It's fun.
0: Sometimes that's all you need out of a movie is just to be fun. It doesn't need to be some no. deep thing or right. some totally. Oscar winning yeah. thing. like
2: Yeah, it's definitely like it's, it's okay deep. to have fun.
1: entertainment. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's what it is. That's a, it's entertainment.
2: <laughs> we can get into the movie news, though. Go for it. Shelly?
1: Yeah, so um, we have a big trailer to talk about. I'm going to leave that as our last news so we can spend more time talking about it. Um, first, I want to talk about how uh, we're getting a Super Pets movie, like a DC Super Pets movie. Um, which, that already sounds weird enough. Yeah. It's even weirder than that. Dwayne the Rock Johnson has been cast as Crypto the Superdog. Crypto um, the uh, Superdog. I have dog. to ask who... Yeah, I don't know who asked for this movie, but... <laughs> I did watch Crypto the Superdog. I did watch that show. I
0: remember that cartoon.
1: I do remember that cartoon. I don't remember, nope. like... I do think there was, there was like, a Batman dog. Mm-hmm. There was a... Did one woman have a dog? Probably. I, or I don't remember. I, so. I just
0: remember this. I don't
1: <laughs> remember. I feel like I have to look up after this so I can get that yeah. big old surge of nostalgia, but also I'm pretty sure this is live action. Um, homeward bound. I,
0: I Sup- homeward I just, bound. I just don't know. Super homeward bound.
1: I just don't know. My DC, <laughs> are you really running out of ideas that much that you're gonna... I mean, I don't know. Maybe... I feel like it would have to be like a really fun, cool type thing, but I feel like Live action animal movies, I kind of hate like Lion King. Like obviously, well, Lion King's
0: different. That's a whole oh, wait, is story. We're assuming this is, is live it's action. Is this thing? confirmed live action?
1: Well, let me reread this. Let me. I was definitely this. figuring
2: it was animated. Animated because film. I thought... It,
1: animated film. It is... Oh my gosh. Okay, I think I got confused. <laughs> I think I reread it. I think I was reading my other news and I think I got confused. I was like, wait. Thank goodness. It needs to be animated.
2: Live action would be so oh, bad. God.
1: I mean, that makes you feel a little better about yeah. it. I, For some reason, I think I had it in my brain that it was live action, but it's not.
0: But okay, Crypto... So, so what yeah. was the name of the cat or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Streaky the cat. No. So I believe Streaky what... is in... Uh... In Crypto? There's Bat Dog. I remember dog. Yeah, yeah, Streaky, Bat Dog. Yeah, Streaky. Streaky was in the cartoon as well. Streaky the cat. I did not remember
1: Streaky. I yep. would have remembered
0: he, such a terrible name. That's yeah, that's a bad name. <laughs> but um, whatever. Um, it's like
2: a name the Flash would have used, and it was just like no, that's
0: not gonna work.
1: <laughs> I think there was probably a Flash Streaky sounds too. like the
0: Flash of that as costume. <laughs> <Flash>. Streaky. <laughs> I
1: don't know. But apparently, I think all I all I read from the article um, was that it's, it's crypto joining with Streaky the cat, and I don't even I, was, I don't remember who Streaky the cat was. I didn't remember, but it's a I cat with guess...
0: like a lightning bolt on his side. He's probably the
2: Flash's.
1: It's like bolt. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. It's streaky. Um, I just I just don't know how I feel about this, but I guess. <laughs> It was a show that existed and they have to they have to pull ideas from somewhere, so I just so love I don't, that they got Dwayne
2: Johnson of all people. Like yeah. I don't
1: know why. So it'll be so, a second so it'll I be have, two
2: superheroes. in DC. I, I,
0: ha- I have a good idea. Two DC uh, again, superheroes. I have a good idea again this week. How about we, we get Dwayne Johnson as Knuckles in, in the next Sonic movie?
2: <laughs> I think that would
1: work. I think work. that would fit better. I think it would work really well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um 'cause he's gonna be in crypto the superdog.
1: I just don't really I, but I
0: don't
1: understand, maybe, yeah. maybe I don't need to. Understand. Maybe don't need to understand. If he wants to do it, go for it. He is, a, he, you know, he's doing the voice acting thing. If anything, Crypto's, like, kind of breaking off from what he usually does. Yeah. So I kind of have to commend that. I kind of have to respect it. All right? Everyone's like, like, we didn't it. ask
2: for this. And Dwayne Johnson's like, what can I say except you're I'll welcome.
1: I think, <laughs> produced, yeah. I think he's helping produce it, too. <laughs> I, so I think he's it. really invested. Uh, let's
2: help other people. Yeah, are.
0: That dude invests in everything he's in. That is true, actually. Make um, that money. It's like, it's like if he can run for if he can run for president, then he can do whatever he wants. I suppose. Because <laughs> he's talking he about the Brock
1: Johnson. I mean, come on. He can do whatever he wants. Um, <laughs> speaking of DC superhero actors, yeah. Uh, supposedly. Henry Cavill is uh, in talks for being lead for a Highlander reboot. So there's there going to be a Highlander be. reboot and um it is the director of John Wick who's handling it. That sounds cool. I didn't so realize I
0: didn't realize that until this news piece and that made me even more excited cuz like Highlander is one of those weirdly nostalgic like 80s movies for me that came out before I was born. Yeah. Is but it... like my brother watched it.
2: I don't know what Highlander. Is it like we talked a little bit about it for the podcast. I thought it was Braveheart, like I thought it was no. just like
0: Well, it's it, part of it's it is set in the Celtic I times. Think. Well, yeah. it's it's set in the it's part of it's set in the uh, set in the Celtic times. Okay, because he's immortal. Okay, and so it's like it's like it's Wolverine. About, it's about him yeah. finishing. Like, let, let me find the synopsis for you.
2: Killing off other immortal
0: <laughs> people. Yes, basically. Not very All I
1: could see is that they okay. saw. Oh, I guess you can read off.
0: Okay, so, uh, when the mystical, uh, Russell Nash, Christopher Lambert, kills a man in a sword fight in New York City parking lot, he leaves a sliver of an ancient weapon lodged in a car in the process after, after brilliant forensics speculate, uh, Brenda Wyatt recovers evidence of a mysterious weapon she and her partner, uh, embark on an investigation of Nash and land him in the middle of dangerous Celtic, uh, In the middle of a dangerous centuries-old feud between powerful immortals, so it's like this—it's like this war between immortals that's happening, and with like Celtic roots and
2: stuff. It sounds like a Celtic kung fury.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then there's bad uh, Clancy Browns in it, uh, Sean Connery. Uh, Yeah, an an age—an ages-old war between immortal warriors, depicted through interwoven past and present-day storylines. Okay. Well,
2: maybe I'll watch it. It sounds old. weird.
0: It, it's it's definitely going to be cheesy as heck. Uh, Queen actually performed a song for this movie called "Princes of the Universe." <laughs> it's a dope song too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how old this movie is. Dang. Yeah. Oh, well, cool. I. Uh, it cool. literally has the words "I am immortal" in it. The song yeah. goes. Okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of immortal beings,
1: look at all oh. these amazing segues say Look at all these amazing, uh, just praising myself, myself, on the shoulder.
0: Queen we got... There can't be only one segway. Uh,
1: uh, we got a trailer for Eternals. Marvel's Eternals, which we yeah. kind of know, like, very, we knew very little about before, and I feel like we still don't know much. Yeah,
2: still know very little. But that's little.
1: fine. It looked yeah. really interesting, yeah. very, like... Spacey, but not like in Guardians of the Galaxy. Spacey, very um, like ancient, like mystical like, and ancient. Yeah, yeah, like timeless. Very different of, from Shang Chi. Shang Chi's um, trailer. Very different from I would argue, like pretty much any. Yeah. Like other Marvel things, like the closest I can't even think of is like, you know, Asgard and you know Thor movies. But even True. that, it's it's different than that. Um. And you have all these characters. There's a lot of characters. I saw Jon Snow in there. Way more than I thought <laughs> there was.
2: When they have, like, the, the oh, spread yeah. of all so of I'll them. I thought chance. there was, like, five of them.
1: Yeah, there's, like, a lot of them. And that will be interesting because there's... I mean, Marvel, up until this point, has always been incredibly focused on single characters or duo characters mm-hmm. um, or small groups of characters like the Avengers. Um, so... And the reason Avengers is so cool is because you get so much context for all most not all obviously of those individual characters that would come and seeing them come together is really cool but um then they slowly introduce more characters right but it's it's like uh this is a lot of faces mm-hmm. we know like really nothing about um i guess it'll be interesting to see if any of this is hinted in loki could be there might be something oh, yeah. tying into it i feel like if With anything the time stuff. That yeah that would make some sense yeah um What's really funny is that if you see the trailer, um, I'm not going to say that's a spoiler warning because it's a, literally a trailer, guys. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> they talk about how, like, we've been here since the right. beginning and we've been helping, like, humanity but not... Never interfered. ...trying to... Yeah, never <laughs> interfered. And, right, like, Captain so many Marvel. people so many people are like, okay, but what about Thanos? Why wouldn't you interfere with <laughs> right. Thanos if you're, like, super duper powerful? That's my <laughs> thing. And
2: here's my... It's like Wakanda, too we kind of like, we don't interfere. But here's
1: my theory. To. Here's my theory. My theory is that they were aware of the one timeline that Doctor Strange was talking about. And my theory is that they did interfere by placing the rat in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> that's my theory. Is That's what they did. They're like, we can't interfere just with us. But this rat needs to be here. And we'll put this rat here. I would love everything to if keep.
0: they did that. That'd be great.
1: That's my... Even if they don't talk head about cannon. it. That's my headcanon. Because <laughs> that's what I just have to believe. If these are some super crazy, eternal, powerful beings that have helped humanity for so long, but for some reason not around for Thanos, um, I, that's what I, I have to believe. <laughs> so... Yeah, it looks cool. I think it's cool that it's also like I don't know, even with my my other friends who are way more into like Marvel Comics than me, mm-hmm. like they're not even super familiar with Eternal. So it's cool yeah. that this is like really something that yeah. feels really, really fresh, um, really different, but um also still somehow connected to the MCU. So
2: Yeah, I love at the very end guess, they're like name yeah. drop, just in case you didn't know. Or part of the- <laughs>
1: Exactly. They have to tie it back in because that <laughs> entire time you're like the only reason you would think that it's a Marvel movie is because of the graph, its graphics, lol. Because of the, um, I uh, just the visuals, yeah. right? I like, feel like all it's all gonna all be a pretty crazy. movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it does look like it's gonna be a pretty movie. Um,
2: I want but... to know what the issue is that they come out of hiding for, because like, what's yeah. bigger than losing half the population
1: of the entire universe, yeah. not just of a planet? And like, I don't know. but the planet they supposedly care about. But literally the entire universe. I'm like, did, I don't know if we can get bigger than that. Did half but of them get blipped? <laughs> if there's a will, there's a way with Marvel. I guess.
2: They're like, man, will find but a way.
1: That'll be life, life finds a way. Was there, was there a release date on that? I didn't even catch it.
0: Uh, like... November, I think. Okay.
1: Oh yeah, it is November. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Okay. It's late two Game of Thrones characters. So. Kit Harington and then uh.
1: Yeah.
2: Robb Stark. I don't remember his name. Sorry, dude.
1: I saw Gamma Chan in there I'm like I recognized her it was so funny I literally saw her face and I'm just like man I know her from somewhere where do I know her from and she's she's in Crazy Rich Asians she's in Miss Marvel sorry not Mm Miss Marvel um Captain Marvel but from my brain I was like I don't remember I don't remember these but then I realized I was like looking at the rest of the stuff she did she was in a Doctor Who special she was in the Water on Mars special and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's where I recognize her from which is so stupid, but anyway, <laughs> that's just what I had to. I I felt I like I had to say that. So, cool. um, that's our
2: movie news. All right, right on. Well, we we'll get into TV. LJ, you've been watching more uh, Love, Death, and Robots.
0: Yeah. So we got some confusion. We gotta get out of the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you said, you were awfully confused when I was talking about it last week. Yeah.
2: So, ex- yeah. Explain. Go ahead.
0: And and so, so, and it wasn't only you, it was my buddy at work, because he's like, yeah, the farm one's are the fourth episode, and I'm like, no, it's not, <laughs> I watched the fourth episode, and then even I talked to my brother this weekend, and he's like, because he was asking like how they were listed, and he goes, dude, those are like backwards, or something. Yeah, mine was, like I knew that the first episode the... was
2: the gladiator episode. Um... Yeah,
0: and, and so it seems like what they did was they took the front half or the, they, it seems like they took most of the back half and put it towards the front, I think. Okay. Um, and they, they jumbled it all up compared to how it was when it initially released. So it's like everybody I talked to was highly confused. I, I want to know and, why. Yeah, and then so another thing I was confused by is Volume 2 was put at the top when I went to go yeah, watch Mystery it for two. the first time. So I'm like, that doesn't necessarily make sense. But at the same time, it's an anthology Series, so I guess it doesn't need to. Right. But still,
2: like, why would you like? I guess do to get people that? talking I mean, I about it, maybe. But it's like a weird publicity thing in that case. Know. Like, I guess it worked.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have to look it up, like, and see if there was anything that came out about that, yeah. or or what happened because they're released by. View I confused the heck out of something. Or... Or... <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. I, I confuse the, the most heck out watched of Watched ones people.
2: and put them first. And that would, like, because hmm. they're going to be the better so, ones. It, that's
0: true, I guess. I don't know if the Three Robots one would help. I don't know how popular that I don't one know. was, though. They're all amazing. Because um, that was the first one I saw. Yeah. And, um, so the ones I have watched recently, I've only watched a couple again, but I really like the Secret War one, which is, like, the Russian one where they fight those, like, aliens. Mm-hmm. Which was cool, or whatever creatures they were. That was a really cool one. The farm one with the mechs was cool. (laughs) I want that as a movie Um, too. Yes, (laughs) or even a video game or something. I don't know. Like a couple of those would make great video games. I think. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's been good. I I need to watch more. It's just one of those things where it's like, if I got a few minutes, I'll pop a few on or whatever. Like low commitment, you know, because they're pretty short most of them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it. And so you've been watching it as well? Yeah, so?
2: I watched the first season when it came out, so we've been watching season two. Yeah, and uh, okay, there's not a ton to say. I it's more of um, the first season. Really, uh, it doesn't feel like a, an upgrade by any means. Um, it's not mm. like they're doing just bigger more or better this time. It's just yeah, it seems like more of it. Uh, but that's not necessarily a bad mm. thing. Like it's really cool stuff. Um, I would say so far, we're not finished with season two yet. My favorite is mm. the one with the ice whales, and that's probably. The more, most I can say um, without giving.
0: That sounds like a trip in itself. I mean, like no, having watched that show. Yeah. i like, like, I can only imagine. You know, like there's just a number of mm-hmm.
2: things. The uh, the first episode I watched got real Black Mirror-esque, and I was like, this is weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that show can get so dark. That was the
0: one I. I was going to say, there was the one I watched. Uh, I watched a part of it because I didn't realize it was volume 2, but it was with the like, Roomba yeah, thing. Is yeah, that yeah, the one yeah. you're talking about? Uh-huh. <laughs> that was kind of messed up. When I was like, wait a minute, I better <laughs> check. And then so ridiculous. I didn't finish it. but Yeah, yeah. It was... <laughs> it, I didn't finish that one, but it, it was ridiculous. One thing I really
2: love about the show, too, uh, and I feel maybe this is more so in this season than last season, is the animation styles um, are even more creative um mm. they really kind of like i don't care what people think i want to make it look the way i want it to look because i yeah, can yeah
0: because the characters in that first one looked super weird they looked like picasso versions of like pixar yeah
2: um and that yep. from what i've seen so far kind of continues um oh, wow. so that's pretty cool huh but cool that is that's what i've been watching um and you lj uh what else have you been watching
0: Oh yeah, so uh, uh, not much to say about it necessarily, but um, I've been watching more Kim's Convenience, and now I'm in season three. Apparently, this show is actually based off of a play, which I had no idea. Oh, that's
1: um, interesting. That doesn't yeah. usually happen. It's usually like played a movie, yeah, or a book to play, but like played a show. It's
0: it's so good. It's so wholesome. It's about a uh, Korean family in Canada. I, I, I've talked about it before. But I'm in I'm in season three now, so like there's relationships and other things that have already advanced, and it's making me kind of sad already because we're getting season five I think next month, and it's going to end and it's not going to end in a very good note because I guess there was drama with the way it got canceled. So, uh, I forget I forget the actor's name, but but the guy that's playing Chang Chi, the brother, uh, in in this show. He he even makes a comment on his Twitter saying, like, he's very excited for people to see season five, but he's still not happy with the way things, the the way the show got, you know, is ending. So it's just making me like, oh, man, like, this is going to end soon. (laughs) Um, But I'm still watching it. I'm enjoying it. It's so, it's so funny. Um, So I, I recommend it. There's. It's a very clean show. Like, there's obviously, a, like, some adult jokes and things like that that are a little more mature, but it's 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 great. Cool. That's all I gotta say.
2: <laughs> and Shelley, what have you been watching?
1: Um, so, Daniel and I kind of took a pause on Haikyuu, I think the shonen energy was a little too much for us just for a bit so we really so we really like we like sappy romances so we're like okay let's look and see let's find some sappy romance um anime to watch and we we're looking stuff up we're looking on like you know really popular uh romance anime and we found Hori Mia, which neither of us had ever heard of and mm-hmm. i think is actually fairly new um oh that's cool unless i'm mistaken and it's only a season long, so we already have finished it. Um the episodes aren't very long either, they're like twenty, twenty five uh minutes long, I think. Um like thirteen episodes. It is legitimately the most wholesome show I think I've ever watched. And probably my favorite anime. I think it's my favorite anime, I think at ever. this point. Wow. Um
0: that's high it's praise. It's just so
1: good. Okay. Because what's amazing about this, what I realized the the shows, the anime specifically, that I like the most are the ones that um sort of play on anime or sort of critique anime. Or, you know, like I love One Punch Man because it's making fun of Shonen anime. Yeah. I yeah. love Kuguyasama Love is War, um, because it's making fun of romance anime. Mm-hmm. Um and while Horimiya isn't making fun of anime per se, it, it breaks the stereotypes that you find in anime so often, that's which is it. incredibly refreshing. Um, cause in so many romance anime, I mean that the whole entire plot of love is war is the, will they, won't they take yes. to the extreme. And that's the, that's the joke. That's I, I why it's enjoyable. It. It's so funny because it they is. literally take it to the farthest they can do into it's like death note, mind games sort of <laughs> scenarios. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I love it. Um, But it's a comedy.
0: Yeah.
1: Horimiya is... Um... Doesn't have that. It doesn't have the... Will they, won't they? Like, they just have two characters who, like, start to get to know each other and they are very, like, upfront about their feelings. Like, all the characters in the show are very upfront about their feelings. It's amazing. It's incredibly refreshing. Um... It was really cool, too. So it... I'll talk about sort of the premise. Um... So, sort of the premise is you got. Uh, so the name, the name Horimiya comes from. It's basically the ship name of the two main characters, Hori um, and uh, Miyamura. So that's cool. Hori. Uh, they're, they're all. All the characters are like high school seniors. Um, so we got Hori who is the popular girl. She's incredibly smart. She's like the top of the class essentially. Um, so everyone likes her. But her whole thing is that she sort of secretly is a homebody. Like she has to take care of her little brother all the time because her dad's not really around and her mom is always working all the time. Mm. Um, so she kind of keeps it a secret for the most part. She doesn't really want people to like know about this other side of her where she essentially is like kind of like a mom to her little brother. Um, and then you got Miyamura who, um, in school, he's sort of, uh, seen as a loner. He's, you know, in the corner, he's got glasses, he got the long black hair and everyone's just like, oh, he's just kind of like a weirdo and we don't mm-hmm. really associate ourselves with him. And, um, it turns out that like sort of when he's going day by day, he actually has uh, a lot of tattoos and piercings and he like ties his hair up <laughs> and so he looks like very different. Um... And it's sort of like these two characters sort of see each other and these other sort of personas, right? Or these, these more true selves of each other instead of just the school huh. personas they put up. Put up. Um, and they get to know each other and uh, really connect. And it's just really, really wholesome because it's focuses on them and their character development and their relationship. But it also focuses on their friends, um, which is really fun and cool. Uh, what I like about the show, too, is it's kind of a unique, um, like, art-style choice where a lot of the characters have a color scheme to them. So huh. um, there's, like, a character where you're like, oh, their color scheme is pink or purple or green or yellow. Um, and that actually, I feel like for me personally, it helps me, like, identify the characters super easily because you're just like, oh, this is Green Girl, even if I don't remember her name or yeah, that, nice that, that sort of thing. thing. Yeah. So, um, it's just like, you know, I I can't describe it. Like, it's just so cute. And I I just the entire show really like the there's tons of imagery with squares. Um, Hmm. And I think that and I mean, I might be wrong in my interpretation. But I I think that sort of is is symbolizing, like, breaking out of the box and breaking out of these boxes that we put other people in. Because Mm -hmm. literally the whole show is, like, they present a character in a certain way or scenario. And you think you, like, come up with that stereotype or judgment in your head. Mm -hmm. And then, like, that entire episode or the next episode breaks that. Like, the entire show is literally just, like, you think you know this character, but you actually don't. But Mm -hmm. in a wholesome way. Obviously, you could do that in a very dark way. Like, oh, this... Character secretly a drug dealer or a serial killer don't or whatever. Don't judge but a book it's like, by its
0: cover, kind of a thing.
1: Exactly. That's like literally the whole show. That's and it's cool, not cool. just for the two main characters, it's for all of the characters. And it's just really sweet. So if you want a really sweet um, romance, it is still romance for sure. Um, but they don't really have anything like inappropriate, which is crazy. That's cool. Like it was really good. Um,. There's some stuff that's like implied, I guess, but they don't show anything. So that's what's really good about it too. So if, you, if you're if you trying to avoid romance anime because you don't want to see anything weird or perverted, this has none of that, none of it. Again, breaking the anime stereotypes. So I really can't praise it enough. Uh, Miyamura is I think my favorite male character um, in anime. At this point, he's like peak. That's cool. <laughs> He's so good. I also love Hori. Uh, she looks like me. So I feel like I could cosplay as Earth, um And that'd be really fun to do sometime. But I just, I don't know. I feel like uh, it's a show that is slowly going to become on the rise. I think it's going to get really popular. So sure. I'm going to tell you now,
0: yeah. while it's still you cool, it before it gets not cool. <laughs> He watch it, it now first. before everybody else picks up on it up. We literally
1: just got Funimation just to watch the show. Cool. Or,
0: or, or I think or, we really or, have. Or yeah. we'll start the trend. We'll watch it and get. Everybody yeah,
1: else to then we'll watch start it. it. We'll start yeah. it. Yeah, it, we it
2: gets
0: popular. It's because geeks are averse. <laughs> yeah. It also just incredible.
1: It's so fast moving. That's the thing too. It just moves like so fast. So anyway, I I'll start that's preaching good. about it. Go watch no, it that's, though. It's that's good though. That's
0: that's high praise.
1: Yeah, it's on Funimation. There is a dub,
0: so you watch the dub. Yeah, so you'll, you can watch it. Cody. There we go. Don't, what is it's it? Cody. Don't, don't, it's don't, Cody friendly. Don't dub shame. Be a good person and don't dub <laughs> don't shame. <dumb> shame. <laughs> I'm going to call it that. I just coined the term. Don't
2: dub shame. Um, we got some cool news uh, this week as well for the TV world. Uh, first of all, Wheel of Time has been renewed for season two, uh, which is kind of crazy because <laughs> it just wrapped filming, like the season one did. Uh, the show is not out yet. Um,. Uh, I kinda of forgot. I was like, who's doing this again? To... And it's gonna be Amazon. Uh, they got
0: that and Lord of the Rings. That
2: yeah. That seems strange to me. To like you they've got obviously a lot of optimism for this Wheel of Time uh show, which makes sense. Wheel I, guess, of Time's a huge I guess they wanna book. keep
0: it rolling before it even gets moving.
2: <laughs> um so I guess like I don't know. it's crazy they're they plan on having both be successful. It seems like a gamble to compete against yourself, in my mind. I guess.
1: Yeah. I guess. I feel like it's going to be... I feel like so many people are going to watch it, though. I feel like oh, it's yeah. going to be really big.
2: But yeah. Cool. It's always a little bit like,
1: oh, they're already renewing? Hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Usually if someone's renewing, they've... it's going to be pretty good. Like, they already know what's up.
1: They're really... Po- they're really feeling... They're, they're feeling themselves. Yeah. They're calm. Yeah. Like... Yeah.
2: And I mean they have
1: already put invested the money. I say don't compete they with yourselves, but
2: maybe they'll be the place to go for um your, you know, Game of Thrones fix, even though it's not Game of Thrones, you know. There's like medieval I, fantasy. I mean, I think um, of the
0: boys and invincible, kind of both superhero stuff. Though though it's different medium. That's true.
2: It's and I mean these could be very styles. different from each other. Uh but I guess like They're if you true. don't you could have like, you know, Lord of the Rings come out and then a few months later, Wheel of Time come out and and then, mm-hmm. like, you're the place to go for those fantasy medieval shows.
0: Put them out different se- like different times of year, yeah. maybe?
2: Um, I think... The place to be.
0: I yeah. think
1: what I'm most excited about this, because I've never read Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing that it excites me about Wheel of Time being really good is that if it becomes good enough, and, you know brandon sanderson's already kind of tied into all that oh yeah potentially some cosmere <laughs> stuff like i feel like cosmere stuff like that's gonna be best animated but i don't think they have animated they're not gonna, gonna so animate cool. it. they don't that's so much that's so much money and that's so much time and work but all i'm saying is that if they can get a little bit of love to to something cosmere and like make a little something something off that that'd be cool
0: that would be, cool. be
1: like they will we need more wheel of times like content to make
0: shows and movies there's a lot Lull. of will of time books though so yeah, they that oh, that
1: is incredibly true that is mm. they're gonna be going for a while that's they got ammunition movie.
0: for for years <laughs> but
1: if they find success there and if someone else wants to take on the mantle for uh i yeah. guess something like that that'd be maybe, maybe be somebody
0: else will be like oh let's let's do this other property that he writes maybe yeah. like it won't be mm-hmm. amazon necessarily but maybe another company will be like Okay, let's grab some cash off of that.
1: And granted, I'm very aware that Brian Sanchez only did the end of Wheel of Time, but still, right. he's connected enough. He's yep. the one that they're turning to for probably a lot of, you know, stuff.
0: Oh, so. yeah. yeah.
2: Cool. Uh, you guys are geeks. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cody's like, I have no idea what they're My wife okay. is okay. super into Wheel of
2: Time uh i don't know anything about it but i'll watch the show
0: i just know uh stormlight archives that's it
2: yeah she likes that too uh (laughs) and less cool news we're getting (laughs) less star wars uh maybe that's a good thing i don't know there's a lot of star wars out there Uh, but there was a star wars ranger show that was basically kind of pitched in the mandalorian season uh was that all one season or was that we're in season two of Mandalorian.
0: I don't know. I think there was maybe an episode or something. Like, it's kind of like... But we've had
2: two seasons of Mandalorian, right? Yes. I couldn't remember. It all seems like it was... Yeah. One.
0: Well, I think they were leading up to it or something. Because Cara Dune, she became ranger. Yeah. But... Or she became the Mar, a Mar- And I think ranger.
2: it was supposed to be base. Like, I think the show was going to be a spinoff for her. Uh, but Gina Carano, who yep. plays her, uh, was fired... And so the show is, it's not necessarily canceled, it is no longer in production, but that kind of means...
0: No longer in development. Yeah, it's yeah. canceled. So it's like, it was still early. Dead in the water. Yeah. No future plans uh, as of right there now. There was rumors that people were starting that it was going to be Hera from Rebels. Okay. But I was like, I don't know how that connects. Like, I know Hera ends up becoming a general, I think, according to, like, Star Wars squadrons. Like, she ends up running, like, a fleet and stuff, but... Hmm. um. I don't know if how well that would connect to a rangers concept. So it sounds like that's not even happening anyway. Yeah, so. <laughs> they yeah, are in the water
2: right now. Uh, so yep. if you're excited for that, I'm sorry. And then this is probably the weirdest news. I was really like, this is unexpected to me. Netflix is doing kind of a con- convention. It's like a virtual event. Uh, it's all week. So it's probably, LJ said probably more like trailers uh, and stuff. And that's probably more the case. Though I'd hope that there'd be panels. I think panels would be really cool if Netflix went the DC fandom. What, room.
0: what did the description say? There is going to be other stuff tied to it. Right? Yeah.
2: Um. Like. It just says like news, news trailers, trailers. I don't know what else.
0: Concept art or art or something. Like I bet you it'll be a series of posts that they'll do each day. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Art was another one. Um. Some yeah. of the things that we're gonna get looks at are Master of the Universe, obviously Lucifer, yeah. uh, which is mm-hmm. a comic book based show. Uh, Umbrella Academy, mm-hmm. The Witcher, Um, uh, Sandman, The Cubhead Show. I totally forgot that was happening.
0: Ooh, Sandman. I am so excited to see what oh, that's, that's going to be like. Yeah. The audiobook cool. was amazing. <laughs> That'd be very Resident funny. Evil. That's going to be dark. Sweet
2: Tooth, which isn't about the. That's not. Yeah, Twisted I dark. definitely think Twisted Metal. It's not Twisted Metal.
0: I think Sweet Tooth is actually a DC property. Okay. I think or... there's trailers for it already, too. It's. It... It's a property of comic some book. comic.
2: Yeah. Uh comic, Cowboy comic Bebop. Book, yeah. So we'll be hopefully getting trailers for ex- all of yeah. these things, I would hope.
0: I'm excited to see what Cowboy Bebop is going to be like, but I'm also scared. If we get trailers for it. I know. It's I just
1: I just need to watch the actual Cowboy Bebop. That's what I need to do. It's on my list. It's on my list, but not that new one. Yeah, I just
2: yeah. need to watch the OG. I haven't watched it. But I like Trigun.
1: I've heard it's amazing.
0: I love the music. Okay, it is a DC property suite. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah, Cowboy Bebop has definitely got style. They need to, like, do <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. We don't want another Death Note.
2: Um, another thing that's interesting with this is it says movies, comics, fantasy, sci-fi, animation, and gaming in the little, like, preview thing. Um, and there are talks oh. about them doing a, like, they just bought, like, a gaming development thing. <sighs>
0: The games that Mm -hmm. they have licensed out have not been great. They've almost been like indie level like B tier. Because they have that Stranger Things one they did and then they did a Dark Crystal one which was like a generic Final Fantasy Tactics. But I think they
2: bought like a publishing Mm -hmm. a development company.
0: That'd be cool. I mean,
2: Let me see if I'm making that up. Uh, Netflix Eyes video game expansion. Uh, Netflix may go all in on gaming. Yeah, this is just reported. I kind of forgot about this. Um, so I don't know if gaming, in that ad, they could literally mean, like, The Witcher
0: maybe Cuphead. Maybe it's shows, yeah, maybe that's all just stuff that's coming. In fact, now that I'm zooming
2: in on the poster a little bit, I think it is a picture of Cuphead in the gaming. So.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, like, well, Cuphead, Cuphead, Resident Evil, The Witcher, you know, all yeah. that stuff.
2: So, that would be really cool. I I would be down for yeah. a Netflix convention that was just geek stuff, Um, though I do miss... Netflix being NX, the geeky stuff being NX. That was a cooler name. Yeah, more. Netflix Geek oh, yeah.
0: sounds cheesy. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that
1: either. Geeks just sounds like they're trying... Oh, it sounds like they're trying too hard.
0: Sounds like they're biters. not <laughs> <I'm> just <kidding. laughs>
2: it, it sounds too close to Geeks of Grace to me. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, That's why I said it, it sounds like they're <laughs> Um,
2: I don't know. NX just sounded really cool, <laughs> and you can build a marine around that. And then this is kind yeah. of just... Uh seems on the nose for like, the
0: Okay, hey, Nintendo didn't use it. NX sounds much more cooler and edgy. Yeah.
2: Uh but anyways. That'd be cool. We'll know more June eleventh <laughs> through the seventeenth is when that's going down. Yeah. We'll see. Alright. What else you been geeking out about, LJ?
0: Okay, yeah, so I have some stuff that I want to mention real quick. I wanna do a little praise report for the Geek Devotions event last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. So their original goal was five hundred dollars, which would send five teens to camp. So $100, uh, a hundred dollars, a teen basically. Uh, they basically had to go off of faith and kind of w- ask people like what they donated, like politely, you know, to say like, hey, let us know so we can keep a total. Because all of it was done through through their churches like site and stuff, and it was a particular fund you had to donate to through their church. Um, so the total ended up being fourteen hundred and thirty two dollars nice. so basically that means that's they awesome. have they that's they so raised much. enough money to send 14 foster teens this is so like i mentioned last week it's it's a foster program so yeah, yeah. it was an awesome weekend yeah. i i got to meet a lot of people and uh i mean uh, you know a couple of people that are, come to our stuff and are, are part of our community are in there as well um, but it was cool to just get to know more of their community and kind of, you know, talk about Geeks Under Grace a little bit as I was streaming and, and stuff like that. And it was cool. Like, I even had a lot of people hanging out with me overnight, which was neat because <laughs> usually it's just kind of me. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, there, it was actually pretty active overnight and it was a good time. Cool. So a yeah, that's a massive, so good. massive praise report. It big, was... big praise. And they Love hit it. 500 in the first 12 hours. Wow! I was like, okay, like, all right. That's so hype. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, go check out Geek Devotions. Dallas and Celeste are they bless a lot of other people uh, with their talents, and so it was good for me to represent Geeks Under Grace and help them out with something for once. You know, to kind of be a part of one of their goals, and so yeah, absolutely. it was cool to just bless them back.
2: Shall you geek it out about anything else this week?
1: Um, no, not really. Um,
2: where can they find you at?
1: You can find me on Twitter at the Shellshock24. You can find me streaming Amore on twitch.tv slash Geeks Grace Tuesday nights. And LJ.
0: On Instagram and Twitter at War Hero LJ, and streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel on Fridays. I'll be doing some Biomutant uh twitch.tv slash Geeks cool.
2: And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye! Peace! We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGcast on Twitter, or by joining the GUGcast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.